it's inevitable. If you're actually out there experiencing life, especially if you're building a business, you're going to have new fears because you're going to be in different circumstances that tug on these different things in your mind that are sensitive. Like, you know, you care about your clients, you care about your, your business and your revenue. So yeah, as soon as something disrupts that, it can feel sudden, overwhelming, and clients will be like, what? So am I supposed to just be a robot? I'm not supposed to feel this. I'm supposed to just catch the fear and dissolve it immediately. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't want to neuter your humanity, obviously, <laughs> right? Like we want you here for the whole thing. Get mad, get sad, get uh, triggered. It's okay. It's what happens after that, mm. right? It's about how long do you want to suffer? How long do you want to be in fear? Because it is a choice. And that is, that's the hard part is coming to terms with just how much authority and control you really have over your own emotions. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Okay, so my be it listeners, I am so excited for you to listen to this interview. I'm so excited. I am jumping for joy, to be honest, um, and blushing a little. I've had this person's name on the list of people I want to talk to for a really long time. He probably is listening when you probably could have called sooner. <laughs> His talk that he did in 2019 really impacted me in a way that no other talk about fear had. I understood it in a way that I had never been able to understand it before. I could articulate it. I could catch myself. I could actually do it. I could do the things he's going to tell you to do in a way that I never really could before. And I was living in this life where I had all these amazing ideas, but fear was paralyzing me. And if you are feeling stuck, <laughs> if you are feeling like I have amazing ideas and you get stuck, you know, you hear it in the intro. I hope you hear it in the intro. You might skip forward and that's okay. No, I'm not, I take no offense, but it, we, I say it in the intro. Action is the antidote to fear and clarity comes from action. But it's really hard to do that when the fear is greater than you. And so I have an amazing coach for you. He's got such great words. You're going to want to save this episode, put it on replay, share it with a friend. Here is Chris Goodman. All right, loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long, you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right, be it listeners. I am so excited. I have been talking about Chris to you guys since I think 
the first podcast. And I'm sure he, <laughs> I don't even know that he knows what an impact his talk gave, but um, I'm going to tell him right now. So he spoke uh, to a group I was in, a mastermind I was in with Chris and Lori Harder about the fears, like the five fears that we all go through. And it made so much sense to me. And it really like helped me understand like which fears I was operating <laughs> from. And it changed my world. And I was actually in Australia at the time, Brad was here and um, in the States and he was watching and Brad was like, I don't think I have any fears. And Chris like kind of called him out a little bit. And it was so, uh, in like the kindest ways you're going to see. So I'm just really excited because um, you made a massive impact on our lives and how we talk to people. And now you're here in their ears. So Chris Goodman, thanks for being here. Uh, my pleasure. I, I feel so warm and cozy with that introduction. <laughs> and thank you. It's always great to know that, you know, when you set out to help people as a coach, that there are people like you guys who really not just get it, but turn around and share that, that knowledge or that transformation with somebody else so they can change their life too. That, that's fantastic. Uh, well, I think, you know, we tell people a lot of times, like some people like I can't afford coaching, I can't afford this. And it's like, even if you are listening to someone speak, if you treat it like you paid for it, you treat it like it's something. And we did pay for that, but, but like you treat <laughs> yeah. it like that. You can learn from people all over the world. Um, so Chris, what are you, what are you up to these days? I haven't seen you in three years. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long. So, so much has changed. Uh, since we last talked, we moved out of California. We're back in, we live in Louisville, Kentucky now. So yeah, if you're anywhere from that area, you know how I just pronounce that. Um, I can tell immediately if somebody's not from here, cause they'll say Louisville or Louisville. <laughs> and we all say it like we've got a bunch of bourbon and marbles in our mouth. It's just Louisville. <laughs> so um, we moved back here though, because our family is here. And when Lindsay and I just started, uh, decided to start having children, we didn't want to be 2000 miles away from our, our support network kind of thing. So we moved back. We now have a six month old daughter named Eva. Oh my God. She is. Um, as I speak, I think being laid down to take her second nap of the day. So that's definitely the biggest change, um, changed everything in my life yeah. real fast. Uh, so that's been fun. And we're celebrating our third wedding anniversary here next month. We just got married the last time we saw each other. Yeah. So that's how fast that happens. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And business is great. I have, uh, three parts to my business, the podcast, what we call breakthrough coaching, and the uh, mastermind, I, I do still have some one-on-one -on -one clients. I, I limit those to about five or six spots. But um, so between the mastermind, the podcast, and a um, an introductory level one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, it's basically an agency model, yeah. right? I have coaches that I've trained and they work with people who are, haven't quite risen up to the level of my coaching just yet. So things are busy. Things are fantastic. And now we're looking at how do we, you know, the 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 perennial question, how do we help more people? Yeah. Okay. So I definitely want to get into all the fear stuff that, you know, and you're going to such knowledge, but I have some, I have a couple questions because I think a lot of people go from like, you were doing mostly one-on-one -on -one to now you're, you're limiting how many one-on-ones and yeah. was that easy to do? Was there fears no. around that? Like, what was, what was the bridge that you had to do? Because that is the comp, how do you help more people eventually? Like we have a ton of people listening who are fitness instructors. They do a lot of one-on-ones. You get limited really quickly. And then it's like, well, how do I create more of me. So how did you do that? Well, I think it's going to look different for everybody because, you know, a coaching business or any kind of service-based business that requires your one-on-one -on -one attention, at least in the beginning, it's so intimate and it's so easy to let that business get tied right into your identity mm -hmm. or right into what you love to do. And, and that, that's been my uh, sort of case for the last five years. I love one-on-one. -on -one. 
all day long, I could sit and coach one-on-one, go one to the other and not get bored with it. So this has been actually an exercise in my own growth to get out of that, that comfort zone and start to stretch and, and say like, yeah, you, you could do this and you could have fun doing it, but will you learn as much as if you tried to scale it this way or that way? So it, it hasn't been fast. I, I, I have a, uh, I'm sure most of your listeners are like this because they're listening to a, a growth oriented podcast. I like my growth fast. Right? Yeah. I'm not super patient with my own growth. I can be patient with other people all day long. When it comes to me, though, I want it right now. So this has definitely been an exercise in patience and, you know, scaling for the long haul, looking at that marathon perspective of what's best for my clients, myself, my, my future self, my family, and how I scale out of one-on-one into things like a mastermind or hiring other coaches and training them. So it's probably more than you needed, but that's, yeah. that's no, the but I answer. love that because it's like, I think um, it's really easy for some people to look at what you're at right now and mm-hmm. and go i can't like that's not possible <laughs> how did like how did that happen you know and i think um either they think it happened really fast you just snapped your fingers and like voila it just all worked out or that's how you started out and it's not usually true most people start out with the one-on-ones and then there's these growing pains of that is a long process of trying to figure out how do you coach people to to be the best version of themselves but do things the way that you would want them to be done <laughs> Absolutely. And I would encourage anybody that's comparing themselves to someone who has experienced rapid growth or rapid scaling to call that person up and ask them about their profitability. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because some of the people, including in the coaching space that I've seen scale the fastest, have a 5% margin, if that. So if that's what you're going for, great, you know, more power to you. However, just don't let that, that comparison eat you up because you don't have all the facts there, right? Thank you for saying that because that's, I would, you know, I remember even going back to like Chris and Lori, I was in there, my, my first mastermind with them. And they mentioned, she mentioned like people having like these six figure launches. And she's like, I'm not having a six figure launch. I'm having like high five figures, but it's not happening. And then she found out like they were also spending like 75% of what they made on ads. So they actually weren't making six figures or making yeah. like, a you know, not that 25,000 isn't like anything to throw away, but like, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's not, you don't have all the facts is what you're, is exactly what you're saying. And I've definitely had to learn that. Like, of course I want things to go faster. <laughs> I've got bills to pay. I got people on payroll, but at the same time, like I also need to be profitable so that when ish, it's the fan, when things change, when stuff goes out of your control, you know, you can actually sustain for a little bit while you try right. to figure things out. And that's the fun part about being a business owner, right? Is you're, you're building that plane on the way down and figuring that out. So comparing yourself to someone else's plane on their way down not really a great way to spend your time. <laughs> I love that you called it fun. That's the fun thing about being a business owner is just like, like literally being in the air with an airplane and trying to build it as you. <laughs> that, we are just crazy enough to sign up for that kind of daily life, right? I know. I know. Okay. So, um, all right. So something that I would love for you to share our listeners with, if you, if you can, is is about fear because I actually think that's the biggest thing holding people back from doing everything, right? Like anything that it can, it can, they can have the best ideas and like the fear of just for what we see a lot in our list is like fear of rejection or fear of loss. Mm-hmm. So like specifically, I coach a lot of plies instructors and like, I'm like, you have to raise your rates. I'm like, okay, I'm going to raise it $2. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm afraid I'm going to lose clients. I'm like over $2, over $2. Right. So can we talk about these fears and like 
how how are they hindering us and like what are they keeping us from oh just everything you want um happiness peace joy profitability success family time personal time <laughs> yeah you know i agree i think it's it's probably safe to say it's the one thing that holds every human on the planet back in some capacity so we can we can kind of revel in that roll around in that and enjoy that because it's like oh this is not unique to me i'm not some you know, freak of nature that it has to endure this particular type of suffering that only I understand. That's not the case at all. So I, I would like to start at that foundational level that every single person is experiencing some sort of fear, whether they know it or not. And it boils down to, I know we had talked about five types of fear before, but it really boils down to two types of fear. At the end of the day, fear of loss, fear of gain. Mm. So your clients sometimes will experience both simultaneously, right? I'll <laughs> if I gain a few more dollars, I'll lose all my clients, and and you see that um, mm. that well, you see the person experience this like they are in a spider web. I can't move because if I move this way, I'm going to bring down the thunder and the the spider. Right? If I move this way, I'm going to screw it up too. Mm. And so they don't move at all; they get stuck in between the fear of gain and the fear of loss. Instead of realizing that neither of those fears have any teeth, it's all in our head, right? Because that thing hasn't happened yet. You didn't raise your rates and lose all your clients. You're living in the future, not necessarily reality, right? So when we coach people to start monitoring their thoughts and catching this when it happens, like, oh, this is where I get freaked out. You know, every time I go to do this, that, that particular voice in my head I know I sound, I might make people sound like they have multiple personalities. That's not what I mean. <laughs> but we do have those voices in our head, don't we? The, yeah. the one that goes, don't do that. You'll lose all your clients. Don't do this. You'll go bankrupt, right? Don't do this. You'll be alone for the rest of your life. I think that's the actual technique that we need to discuss is catching that in the moment. Yeah. And just witnessing that with innocence, with neutrality, with curiosity. Oh, this is when I get scared. Oh, that voice is trying to scare me into doing something or not doing something and, and giving some space to yourself there. Yeah. It feels really wonky at first, like learning how to surf or learning how to ride a skateboard. You're not going to be great at this the first few times. Give yourself some grace. However, the faster you can catch yourself in the moment, the faster you can choose a healthier way out that doesn't involve so much pain and suffering or fear. Yeah, the um. I do understand why you, when you said like, it sounds like a multiple voices in our head. I, but we kind of do like we have the, some of the fears are voices of people who've put fears on us from when we were kids. Some of the fears are like from when you were a little kid and something happened, like there's these different reasons why you have these fears and the catching it is the interesting part, because I also think you can get really good at it. And then you can also like almost regress and like pretend like you don't know. Cause I caught yeah. myself. Oh, so, okay. Well, backstory. We've been in like supply chain nightmare with our product, with flashcards. So um, most people know, um, and I'll explain to you, we have a deck of flashcards, exercises, and uh, with the person we order with, they have a, someone who does the boxes. It's a different company. So when we get in line, we're in line with that company and we're into that company's timeline and that company's supply chain. And then our printer and our fulfillment house, he does the cards and he hosts all the product and ships it out for us, which is amazing. Well, this summer, of course, we hit supply chain issues with the boxes, then with the cards. And then the card guy's like, you know what? I'm going to buy the machine that makes the boxes. So I don't have to put you in line with that person. Great. That's amazing. Sounds awesome. Multi-million dollar machine. It's like the length of half a football field. Humongous. Wow. So, but now I got to move my warehouse. 
<laughs> and I was like, so oh. do we have to do this right now? Can you just like use the old person still? Like, can we just do that anyways? So we're in, we're delayed, right? And we've been trying to get hold of like, what is the date? Because we want to have this big launch party, want to have this big thing, got to plan things. And so we were told two weeks ago it would be on September 9th. And then, you know, it's Labor Day. And I'm like, hey, did we get confirmation? Obviously not today because Labor Day. So mm. Tuesday after Labor Day, we're like, hey, what's going on? They're like, yeah, we think it's going to happen. I was like, oh, I <laughs> so like yeah. the mo I hear that I'm across the house. So I'm across, I'm in my office. I hear Brad talking. And I was like, um, OK, can we get some confirmation? A little more solidified. By the time I'm now over to his office, I'm like, we're going to like disappoint everyone all again. Like it's just going to like be a nightmare. This is going to fall. Apart. I go down the hall. Now I have a fear because I'm like, oh, crap, if we have to bump the launch, it's going to affect this other thing we've got going on. How do we do that? And by the time we're in the shower, I had this like full blown, like everything is going to go wrong. And then I, was, mm. <laughs> I took a shower. I was like, actually, it's probably going to be fine. Like, what's the, what, like, what, <laughs> what are we, what are we worried about here? So it's so funny because yeah. like you are, the fears can go so quickly. The conversation mm. can happen like at light speed. But if you are aware of catching it, like you can also catch it that fast. And like by the time I got dressed, the whole thing was over with and it's fine. It's all everyone. By the time you're hearing this, it's shipped fine. It was all done. <laughs> and do you feel the stress like gone out of your shoulders and, and yes. you feel at ease again? Yeah, yeah you've, it, it is. It's like a. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because, you know, when when clients have never experienced coaching and they get started with us, this is obviously one of the first things we have to take them through because it's inevitable. If you're actually out there experiencing life, especially if you're building a business, you're going to have new fears because you're going to be in different circumstances that that tug on these different things in your mind that are sensitive. Like, you know, you care about your clients, you care about your your business and your revenue. So, yeah, as soon as something disrupts that, it can feel uh, sudden, overwhelming. And clients will be like, what? So am I supposed to just be a robot? I'm not supposed to feel this. I'm supposed to just catch the fear and dissolve it immediately. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't want to neuter your humanity, obviously, <laughs> right? Like we want you here for the whole thing. Get mad, get sad, get uh, triggered. It's okay. It's what happens after that, mm. right? It's about how long do you want to suffer? How mm. long do you want to be in fear? Because it is a choice. And that is, that's the hard part is coming to terms with just how much authority and control you really have over your own emotions. Okay. I really like that. That's very interesting. So thank you for sharing that. Cause it's, it isn't about like just never feeling fear. Cause I think that'd be impossible. That would be require you to be a robot and be almost my yoga teacher. He always says like, you can't have love without hate. You can't have peace without war. Like you can't have, you can't, you can't be fearless yeah. without fear. Yeah. Cause you, yeah, like right. there's a balance, right? They have to exist in the, there's a coexistence there. So what would you say to someone then who is like, okay, I'm, I understand. I'm going to feel the fear. I'm going to feel these things. And then like, what are mm -hmm. the signs that they need to catch? Is it the body? Is it like the feeling tense? Like what are the things they should look for if they're new to discovering, like when they're in the fear mode? Yeah, it's a great question because I think one of the, the easiest ways to catch it is watch your breathing and watch how you speak. So I have a client who, who battles uh, chronic anxiety. And when I say battle, I mean, it really, it comes on and he has to fight it back and he knows this. So yesterday we were on a mastermind call and he uh, started explaining what was going on in his world and he starts pacing. He's got earbuds in and he's pacing on the call. Uh, he, his words are tight and short, like, and I can hear the almost hyperventilating go. I mean, if I put him on mute, 
you would be able to tell he was stressed. Mm-hmm. So for anyone listening who's starting to monitor for themselves for those cues, you can tell, like, listen to how deeply I just breathed in. Like, I'm, I'm at ease right now. I'm, I'm not, you don't stress me out. I know you might try to scare me, but <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and I tend to speak kind of slowly because I'm from the South. Yet at the same time, when I get stressed, I speak in like bullets. It comes really fast and my chest gets tight and my shoulders pull up and my, you can't, maybe the listener may not see me, but my face gets wrinkled. Simple cues that I can check in with myself and like, okay, what am I, this is, this is the actionable part, listener. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Two simple questions to get right into it. I'm thinking everything's screwed up. Everything's going to go wrong. We're going to go broke. I'm a mess. I'm a terrible business owner. I'm a terrible person. I'm feeling tight. I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling anger. Okay. Now, the next part is just simply accepting that. Okay. That's not a problem. What if that's not a problem? What if it's not a problem you thought your business is going to go under because you had supply chain issues, right? What if it was actually a good thing that your brain is doing its damnedest to protect you, <laughs> right? Yeah. And to get you to do what the brain does. Move or not move. Go or uh, fight or flight. Yeah. Right. So we can give the brain credit. Like, okay, brain, I see. And all this is happening in a millisecond, by the way. Yeah. Right. For someone like me who's been doing this for 10 years, I still go through this. I had a coaching call with one of my three coaches that I have this morning. And we were talking about this exact same thing about what I want to do next in business and what it's dragging out of me. Like fears I didn't know I had, fears that I never thought I would have to figure out because I've never thought about it before. So when you get really good at it, you get lots of reps at it, you catch it in the moment, you go, okay, brain's working to protect me, brain's making body get in line to freeze or bite, (laughs) as one of my mentors likes to say, right? And when you accept that and go, okay, what if that's not a problem? You, You take that power back immediately and go, what do I want to do? Do I want to, do you want to get in the shower all that, with all that stress? Maybe, right? Maybe you just need to process it for a minute. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So that one, I think, I don't know. I hope everyone listening feels very normal and, (laughs) (laughs) and, and seen. And also like it is, um, uh, I'll share this thing. I was having some issues with my stomach recently. And I was telling my holistic doctor, I'm like, I'm just, you know, this is going on. And she's like, okay, well, you know, what's going on in your life? And I was like, well, this is happening. This is happening. And like this company called and now they threw this wrench into it. Cause now I'm like, do I want that thing? I don't know if I want that thing. Um, I didn't know that that was even an option, but now I'm like, do I want it? Um, and she's like, so your body is reacting (laughs) normally to all the things. So we can, absolutely give you supplements. We can give you some assistance through this, but really your body's just doing what it's supposed to do. And I think that that is something that we tend to forget that that fear that your body pacing or getting short of breath or getting a little stressed out, it's basically your body's responding to what it's supposed to do. And so that just makes, yeah. it's actually really good that your body and your brain are working together because <laughs> that means yeah. they'll work together in other ways. And I think, um, I think, what do I want? I think I think what I'm hope for and like what I'm always trying to do is like catch it before it goes for more than a few minutes <laughs> or an yeah. hour. Yeah, or a couple of days a couple sometimes. Days. Yeah. yeah. Like I, 
I'm like, I don't, I'm okay with feeling it, but I want to get, I want to get better at catching it before I end up on a call with someone on my team or, you know what I mean? Because they don't need me giving them advice or strategies or next steps, uh, based off the fear I have. Like I, if I tell my newsletter person something based because I'm in fear, <laughs> now she yeah. writes a newsletter based off like the thing that I, <laughs> I'm feeling. So I personally want to just get better at catching it while it's happening before I engage with other people that could start a domino effect of things that mm. I don't want to happen. That's right. No, it's such a great point because people tend to discount how much a decision rooted in fear will create results rooted in fear. Right. And, and you see, um, I, I imagine many of your Pilates instructors were, are going through this right now that they've been so conservative in their pricing, even though they're bringing tremendous value that they keep making decisions like backing away from the fear. And so they keep getting people who want to pay bottom dollar prices. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they get clients who are not maybe necessarily respectful of their time or do the exercises they tell them to do or, or whatever. Yeah. I've worked with lots of physical therapists and this seems to be a, a trend that, you know, when we are in fear and we make a decision like, well, I can't raise rates cause then I'll lose clients. They're definitely not doing anything to attract the people who want to pay a, for instance, premium, a luxury price for a luxury service. Yeah. And so they don't get those people. Those people go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. right? and, the, and it's sort of a race to the bottom. Yeah, you definitely called them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say it this way. I, I mean that, that I with love love that. They and compassion because there's, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with you for doing that. Mm -hmm. You simply have not. I use this example all the time. You just haven't learned. You don't know what you don't know. If you and I, you live in Los Angeles, correct? I'm in Las Vegas now. We moved too. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's still Las. It's okay. <laughs> um, so I used to live in Manhattan Beach uh, mm -hmm. in LA. And when I would go down to the beach with my wife, um, you know, we'd see people playing, sometimes little kids down in the surf. And I always use this example that, you know, sometimes people would bring a baby out to put their feet in the water for the first time and, you know, experience the ocean for the first time. And the baby would start crying freaking out, right? Sometimes toddlers freaking out because A, the water's cold. B, they've never seen anything that big and uncontrollable and they have no idea what's going on. And so they're in a state of genuine fear. Mm -hmm. Nobody on that beach is looking at that baby going, idiot, look at this stupid over here. Like, it's, just, it's just water. It's just, look, it's not even deep. Nobody's judging that person because we have such compassion. They just don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the lines, we forget that. And we bring all this judgment into the equation that we should know better as a business owner. We should know better because we got divorced before and now we shouldn't mess up dating now or whatever your story is, right? Instead of going back to that real compassion that, hey, maybe you just haven't outlearned this fear yet. Mm -hmm. So is it possible to outlearn a fear? I think so. I, I've I genuinely believe it is. I, I'll pick on myself um, for, for an example here. I went through a really nasty divorce in 2015. That's putting it lightly. And I started dating my current wife in 2017. And of course, as we got serious, I started to have fears. Well, what if, what if we fall in love and get married and it blows up like the last one did, right? I had to outlearn that fear. I had to outgrow. I think outgrow is probably a better term. Mm -hmm. And the only way I could do that was by facing it head on. Yeah. 
So when the time came to let Lindsay, my wife, know how serious I was and how um, committed to this relationship was, I told her, I said, uh, you know, I, I think this is really going somewhere. And she said, well, that's, that's tough because I'm not sure it is. And I have a lot of fears and I have a lot of doubt right now. And I said, I, I didn't even think, I just blurted it out. I said, well, that really sucks because I'm in love with you. <laughs> and talk about running into your fear headlong. I mean, tell somebody that just told you they're not sure about the relationship, uh, that you love them <laughs> and put your heart out there to get stomped on. And she, she looked like I, I threw paint all over her. She was just like, <laughs> what? They're like, I'm growing antlers. <laughs> what? And this look washed over her face and her eyes welled up with tears. And she said, I'm in love with you too. I'm just terribly afraid right now. I'm so afraid. And so we use this uh, as an example all the time when we do podcasts because we're both afraid. She yeah. had had bad relationships, failed relationships, two relationships that went four years each. Um, so it's not like we have somehow strapped on this armor as coaches that allows us to walk through anything with no fear. Not the case. It is that we accept it as sort of a mission to run headlong into it and all the discomfort that comes with it and outgrow it anyway. Mm. That's a beautiful story, by the way. Ah, I love it. Good. good. (laughs) I love it so much. And I know Brad's going to really enjoy that because I think he can definitely resonate with the fears and in relationships moving forward. I'll tell this quick story. My, and he asked my dad if, um, if he can, you know, propose to me, my dad goes, well, don't be surprised if she says no. That's what my dad's response was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So when you meet him, he's such a funny person. Uh, but he's so anyways, when Brad proposed, we were camping and really long story short, one friend of his, his best friend, business partner had proposed the night before his other best friend was talking about how he's going to get engaged and like his future wife was not with us. So he's telling us the whole story and how he's going to plan it. So when I wake up in this tent and like after a nap, he's like, do you want to get married? I just thought he was like engagement happy. Like I didn't actually, oh, I just thought yeah. like, oh, everyone's getting married. So you want to get married? And I was like, are you serious? And that... <laughs> And so like literally what my dad said was like in his head. Oh, it just washes over him, right? Like and he's like, Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Then he pulled the ring out. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Could have led with that. I would have known he was serious. (laughs) I would have known it was for reals. Yeah, I could have led with that. I love it. So I love that you said that because we can replace fear of, of of a relationship going through divorce with anything. With like anything, like if you're afraid of like of some of the growth in your business or or trying something new or leaving a job, it's like you kind of do have to figure out a way to face that fear and take that next step, um, which is that's the hard part is like, what's that next step? Sometimes. Well, and that's just it is you have to you must become bigger than that fear. It doesn't necessarily have to go away forever. Mm-hmm. You just have to get bigger than that fear. Mm-hmm. I, I did a reel a couple of weeks ago that kind of hit and. It was basically that that so many of us get caught up living in the past, right? And thinking that this thing means that fear is coming back to get me. This relationship means that old fear of loss, uh, you know, of heartbreak is coming back to get me again. And and we coach our clients so hard on this to realize and appreciate that the past is dead. Mm-hmm. And you can leave it there if you choose to. Mm-hmm. You get to choose. That's what most people are never told, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chris, you're so freaking awesome. 
I'm uh, obsessed with you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I can do this all day. I love it. I know. I know. We're definitely, I mean, I feel like we're going to have to do this again. Um, so we're going to take a brief break and then we're going to find out how people can talk with you and work with you more. Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks, and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. So where can people find you, watch your reels, uh, listen to your podcast? Where are you hanging out? Well, if I'm not kayaking and in, in, on some uh, creek here in Kentucky, you can find me at Goodman Coaching, G-O-O-D-M-A-N, uh, on Instagram. Uh, my wife is a, a big Instagram person, so I have become, uh, by proxy, an Instagrammer now. Um, <laughs> you know, if if you're serious about coaching, um, there's there's two ways to get into my world there. The The first one I would invite you into is and you're listening here, so chances are you'll like this. It's a podcast called Relentless Growth. You can tell I am all about personal growth, business mm-hmm. growth, and expanding how much we can achieve and accomplish without sacrificing all of our happiness along the way. Mm. So I interview people, great people. I need to have you guys on, actually. Yeah. Um, and we, we talk about so many different topics, but at the end of the day, it always comes back to that intersection of personal growth meets business growth and what happens there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're serious about coaching, that's a, that's a different consideration. I would just start at goodmancoachinginc.com and you'll see the links right when you hit the page of how to work with us, at, you know, either one-on-one coaching or group format. Um, and like I said, I, I really love, love, love what I do. So if there's some other type of coaching or some other type of help that you're listening and think, I, you know, I want to learn more, shoot me a message and I'll happily usher you to one of my many great friends around the world who do this for a living too. Mm. Oh, thank you so much. We'll have all those links below. Okay. Be it action items, bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted steps people can take to be it till they see it. What, what do we got from you? I'd say two things, really simple. Number one, hire some kind of coach. And I imagine many of your previous guests have said, find a mentor, find a coach. I would be silly to not lead with that. I mean, this is, this is, um, have you ever heard the saying, be a product of your product? No, but I, well, I, maybe I have, but I, but yeah, tell me more. Well, essentially if I, if I sell coaching, but I don't believe in coaching enough to hire my own coach, what does that say about my belief in coaching? Yeah. So if you're out there feeling like you're ready to grow in some kind of direction, 
find somebody. And like you said at the beginning of the podcast, even if it's free in the beginning, fully commit to it and and see yourself working with that person until you can make it, right? Until mm-hmm. you can hire them. And then the second would be what we've talked about is learn to witness your own thoughts. It it sounds like such a soft skill, like such a vague, uh, I know you said external or extrinsic uh, actionable item. I think this is the most important thing somebody can do to grow exponentially. Mm-hmm. And because we could pack on action all day long. Mm-hmm. If you're not mindful of what's happening inside, you could be miserable the whole time. Yeah. Right. It, how many successful people do you know who are actually secretly miserable? Right. A lot. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if they could just learn to witness those thoughts, they could learn how to change it. And that's that's our work. That's where everything starts so that you can get whatever you want. Mm, I love that. We got nice little intrinsic action step, which I love. There's unfortunately rare <laughs> versions of those. And I think that they're sometimes the the best next step for people. And I agree in the as a plies teacher, I have a plies teacher. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. and Right. And if you're listening to this and you're like, but I'm a new teacher and I can't afford it. Yeah. So that's what my platform is for onlineplyesclasses.com. And you can just, I could be your teacher online on whatever you want yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah. anyone can, doesn't have to be me. And so I, I really love all of those. And I think they're not necessarily easy to apply, but we can find ways to apply them now. You don't have to necessarily wait. You can use a pot, a person's podcast to be, and just like, they, if you listen to a podcast, you'll hear you listen to Chris's podcast, you'll hear him say things and you can and write that question down and you can go back and do it and do the work. Because if you can do it with without having the accountability to do it, when you do get that accountability, yeah. it's going to be like crazy. One of our one of the coaches we work with, we couldn't afford her at the time, but we met her through Chris and Lori and we took what she said, what she taught us. Um, and we literally ran the plan that she taught. We're like, OK, I, I wrote the plan down. I wrote, we ran it and <laughs> We made enough money to hire her. We're like, okay, we made the money. We can hire you. <laughs> right. And, and that's, I love how you kind of boomerang there and came back to it because I think there is this stigma or, or misconception that there are rules of like how this is supposed to work mm-hmm. when it's such an unfair story to buy into, right? Mm-hmm. And such an arbitrary, even capricious thing to buy into because there's, there's nothing preventing you from doing that and that being a successful plan for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You yeah. never would have known if you didn't stick your neck out and give it a shot. Yeah. Chris, thank you for being here. You're My amazing. Pleasure. I'm so happy to see you guys again and hear you're doing so well. So yeah. let well, me know if I can do anything else to help. Wonderful. We will. And also, if we are headed through Louisville on one of our road trips, we're going to come see you. And you're amazing. We've got, we got enough bourbon for you, at least for a, a couple of days. So- <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have that. When you come to Vegas, don't worry. We've got plenty of also other alcohols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, there's no shortage. I, I, I spent a week in Vegas one night. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing I've heard. That's probably what most people's are. Thank you so much. Okay, everyone, how are you going to use this in your life? What steps are you going to take? Will you tag Goodman Coaching and the Be a Pod and let us know and share this with a friend. Share this with many friends. You can screenshot it and share it online. You can also just text it to a friend. And until next time, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. 
one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. loves it's super important to me that supplements i take are of the highest quality and that's why for three years i've been drinking ag1 unlike many supplement brands ag1 is constantly searching for how to do things better at 52 iterations of their formula and counting their team is always trying to find better ways to source test and aim to find the best quality ingredients available i love this so much guys because so many people think i have to get it right the first time and they have done 52 different iterations i freaking love that so many people have asked me if ag1 is actually the real deal i really do drink it and trust me there's a reason why i've been drinking it for so long quality for ag1 isn't just a buzzword it's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research high quality ingredients industry-leading manufacturing and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out.